Today on Goodbye Heartbreak, Hello Purpose. Our imagination is supposed to carry us throughout our entire lives because that's what allows us to dream. That's what allows us to imagine what is possible in the possibilities. So I want you to use your imagination and envision yourself healed, whole, and happy. What would you be doing? What does that look like? How would you be different uh, then than you are now? What would you look like? What facial expressions would you have? Where would you be going? What goals would you have if you didn't have to worry about being heartbroken? Hey sis, welcome to the Goodbye Heartbreak Hello Purpose podcast, the place where you learn how to move forward from heartbreak and achieve wholeness through emotional healing, spiritual growth, uncovering identity and behavior patterns, and saying yes to the calling God placed on your life. I'm your host, Candace Baddies, and I know what it's like to be heartbroken and confused about who you are and what God created you to do, but I also know what it's like to be healed and hold with clarity. If you're ready to have your broken heart mended, grow your faith, and discover who you are, why you do what you do, and what you were created to do, look no further. You're definitely in the right place. So kick off those cute shoes that's been hurting your feet all day and turn me up in those earbuds. We're about to get into it. Welcome back to another episode of Goodbye Heartbreak Hello Purpose. This your girl Candace coming at you with another episode. Y'all, where do y'all live? Is it hot? Is it hot like it's hot here? I live in South Louisiana, y'all, and it is unbearably hot. I can't even take it. It makes me wonder, what was I doing as a kid outside all day in the summertime? My kids want to go outside right now, and I'm like, I can't even take it. That's just a side note because it's just hot, y'all. It's hot. So make sure y'all staying hydrated out there. I hope y'all are having a great summer so far, despite the heat, and I hope that you are keeping up with the episodes and going through your healing journey. I hope you guys are seeing results and seeing some growth. So don't forget to go over into the Facebook group and let me know what you got going on, where you are. Um, Also, y'all, I have noticed that you all are not actually subscribed to the channel. I need y'all to pause me for a second and go subscribe to the channel wherever you're listening just go ahead and subscribe and also while you pausing me subscribe and do a quick share to somebody else who you know is going to need this episode and then come on and press play all right so y'all know we're gonna get right into the things i have a awesome an awesome five star written review today this one is from fed tf up your girl is fed up Sis is fed up and her title is wow and it reads it's kind of lengthy so stick with me but it's good it reads i cut things off with a very toxic man yesterday i've been stuck in the relationship for almost a year withstanding all types of abuse normally i'd blast my music and let my feelings get the best of me i was so hurt and felt so betrayed and then started blaming myself for staying in that situation i haven't prayed in probably six or seven years and my relationship with God was not there. I felt the calling to pray these feelings away. I have felt nothing but peace since that prayer. But anyways, instead of listening to music that would only confirm my hurt, I got on here and just searched heartbreak. 
the episode about what to the episode about what to I think the subtitle uh, for after breaking up was a few options down, but the title perfectly fit what I was searching for. Girl, you are powerful. Your words spoke a life into me that I haven't felt in so long. I reached out to a mentor from when I was in a teen group home and she gave me a word from God. She said, your diagnosis is homesick. God is calling you to get up. Get up. Candace, I fully believe you stirred my spirit up with this podcast. Thank you for allowing your gifts to be used in a way that helps people. This podcast inspired me in so many different ways, and I couldn't thank you more for your honest and comforting words. The podcast will do the same for many others. Keep it up. Girl, sis, thank you for sharing these heartfelt words. I am sorry that you are hurting and dealing with this heartbreak, but I want to congratulate you on having the strength to cut off that toxic relationship. That was probably the best thing you could have ever done. And know that God is with you and going to walk with you through this healing process, through this healing journey. And so I want you to be encouraged and stay tuned for these um, these episodes that are going to help you along the way. And look, come and connect in the Facebook group so that other like-minded sisters can encourage you and we can get to know you and you have a, a sisterhood so that you won't be walking through this alone. So I'm proud of you and I want you to keep it up and keep going through this healing journey. Know that God got you and I do too. So that's what we're going to get into today's episode. Today I'm kind of talking, I'm talking to all of y'all really, okay, all the time, but I know there are some people out there who have felt like they have been heartbroken for a long time and they're just feeling like that's the way life is, that's how it's going to be, this, you know, this hurt won't ever go away. And I I want to talk to y'all because I don't want y'all living in that place. I don't want you to feel like there's no hope for me. Sis, there's hope for all of us, no matter how long we've been in a certain situation. God is always there waiting for us to run to him and to pull us out of that. I remember up, it wasn't, I didn't spend a super long time in this place of feeling like, you know, this is going to be my life. I spent, I spent a little bit of time there, but not a really long time. So, but I know I've talked to people and I know people who've been, who's been here. And so God put this episode on my heart for you guys on today. I got some powerful steps for you that we're about to dig into, and it's going to be so good. Uh, and I want you to make sure that you are really taking to heart what I'm saying so that you can put this stuff into place so you can find your find your faith and find your healing today. Today, sis. We're going to start this today. So to get started, I'm going to read what's probably a very familiar passage of scripture. Even if you are not in church or whatever, you probably heard this at least once from somewhere. And this is the woman with the issue of blood. And that's probably how you heard it, but it, I'm going to read a different version of it. And this is from Mark, uh, Mark chapter 5, and it's starting at verse 25. And I'm going to read through a few verses because I think it's all important. So I want you to hear everything. Starting at Mark chapter 5, verse 25, it reads, 
and a woman was there who has been subjected to bleeding for 12 years. She had suffered a great deal under the care of many doctors and had spent all she had, yet instead of getting better, she grew worse. When she heard about Jesus, she came up behind him in the crowd and touched his cloak because she thought, if I touch his clothes, I will be healed. Immediately her bleeding stopped and she felt in her body that she was freed from her suffering. At once, Jesus realized the power had gone out from him. He turned around in the crowd and asked, who touched me? You see the, you see the people crowding against you, his disciples answered, and yet you, you can ask, who touched me? But Jesus kept looking around to see who had done it. Then the woman, knowing what had happened to her, came and fell at his feet and trembling with fear, told him the whole truth. He said to her, daughter, your faith has healed you. Go in peace. Be freed from your suffering. So that's where we're starting. And that's what we're digging into today. We're getting free, y'all. We're getting free. Faith is the thing that's going to heal your broken heart. I don't care if it happened yesterday. I don't care if it happened 12 years ago. This woman had been sick dealing with an illness in her body for 12 years. And the Bible says she spent all she had trying to be healed and no one could help her. No one could heal her. She had lost all her money. And so you could imagine, so use your, what they used to call your sanctified imagination, right? This woman has spent all her money. Even if she was rich, she spent it all. And now it's like she has nothing to show for her efforts. So now she's kind of like an outcast because during a woman's uh, menstruation, they are considered what uh, ceremonially unclean, unclean, and so they're not supposed to, you know, go out and be around other people and all these things. And so they're supposed to just, you know, kind of hide away until menstruation is done. Well, this woman has been menstruating for twelve years. Can you imagine that? So that means she's an outcast. She's, I'm sure she's lost all her friends. She, she can't go out. She can't do anything. She can't be around other people. And so she's been, you know, people have been coming trying to help her and heal her. Nobody's been able to heal her. Imagine the toll that takes on your psyche, on your mind, on your body as a whole as well. But on on your relationships, on on everything that she has endured for 12 years. But something sparked her faith. And when her faith was sparked, she found healing. So let's go through this because this is what you need. Says you may have been dealing with this for weeks, months, or years. And you need your faith sparked. And that's what we're doing today. We're sparking your faith. So I have five powerful steps that I'm going to share with you that I want you to put into practice to use your faith to heal you. Okay. And it's here in the Bible, this account is given so we can believe that God will do the same thing he's done before again, because he's good like that. So let me tell you what I've taken from this passage of scripture. I'm going to read the five steps. Number one, believe in God's power to heal. Number two, envision yourself healed. Number three, be relentless in your pursuit of healing. Number four, forget about the opinions of others. And number five, touch Jesus. So let's break this thing down. Number one, believe in God's power to heal. 
So this woman, first, before anything else, she had to believe that God had the power to heal her. Because if not, if she didn't believe that, she would have never moved. She would have never gotten up. She would have never left her house. She believed that is what made her get up. That is what made her take a step is because she believed that God, that Jesus had the power to heal her. No one else did, but he did. So I want you to think, says, what have you been doing? Have you been doing anything at all to try to heal? And you feeling like nothing's working. You just can't seem to let this thing go. You still pining behind this man who has completely moved on and you're heartbroken. You're stalking him still. You're looking at his life thinking that should have been me when he had somebody else. Or maybe he married somebody else. And you're still heartbroken by this. Be set free today. And your first step in doing this is believing that God has the power to heal you. If you know your word, don't just know your word. Start believing your word. Start believing that God has the power in your world, in your situation, just like he had in the Bible. He's real, y'all. He's not a figment of the imagination. He's not a character from a story. God is real. So believe that his power is real and that he can and will heal you. So the number one thing you need to do, because you're not going to take a step if you don't believe in it. So you have to believe in his power to heal. Number two, envision yourself healed. Y'all, the imagination is a powerful thing. It's not just for children. God gave it to us and we used it for some funny and probably crazy things as kids. But I think a lot of us lose it. We lose our imagination as we grow up because we think it's a child thing. Our imagination is supposed to carry us throughout our entire lives because that's what allows us to dream. That's what allows us to imagine what is possible in the possibilities. So I want you to use your imagination and envision yourself healed, whole, and happy. What would you be doing? What does that look like? How would you be different uh, then than you are now? What would you look like? What facial expressions would you have? Where would you be going? What goals would you have if you didn't have to worry about being heartbroken? If you didn't have to worry about being downcast? If you didn't have to worry about, oh my God, I might see him and I might see his girlfriend or I might see his new wife. I might see his family. Like, If you weren't worried about all of that, what would you be doing? How could you live differently? How could you enjoy your life? Think about, don't just, and don't just think about the, the looks of things. Think about how you would actually feel to be healed from this heartbreak. And I want you to hold on to that. If you need to, write, write it down. Take some time, get a journal, write down what you think would be different about your life if you were healed from this heartbreak. How could you be different and what you would be doing what you think you would feel and what you want, like just envision what you want to look like and what you want to feel like as a woman who is healed from heartbreak. Number three, be relentless in your pursuit of healing. So if you can believe in the power and God's power to heal and you can envision yourself to heal, says that pursuit gonna come naturally. When I say be relentless, in your pursuit of healing, like I mean, don't let anything stop you. This woman with the issue of blood, 
She was relentless because she, again, she believed in the power and she had to see herself healed. And so when she saw that, she got up off that mat or whatever she was sitting on and she started pushing. It says she pushed through the crowd. You, Like I said, by their culture, she was not even supposed to be outside. She wasn't supposed to be about other people. She was pushing through the crowd because she wanted to be healed. She was being relentless. She was like, I don't care who's in my way. She might have pushed the kid down. Who knows? Because she was being relentless in her pursuit of healing. So how can you be relentless in your pursuit of healing? How can you make sure that you're going to get this breakthrough and have your heart healed? You say, say you're fed up with this. You're no longer putting up with this. You're going to do what you have to do. If I need to go to therapy, guess what? I am going to therapy. If I need to get up an hour early to make sure I get some good quality prayer time in, then guess what? I'm going to do that. If I need to set um, worship music in the background on my job so that I can make sure I have good and positive thoughts running through my mind all day, then that's what I'm going to do. Whatever it is that you need to do, maybe maybe somebody's having a revival. Sis, get in that revival and be like, you know what? Because I'm reviving my prayer life. I'm reviving my spirit. I'm reviving my faith because I'm relentless for this healing. I'm doing whatever it takes, but I am grabbing hold. I'm not letting this opportunity pass me by. Again, I'm not living another day like this. I'm not living another week. I'm not living, definitely not living another year like this. I'm being healed today. Number four. Forget about the opinions of others. So when you become serious, when you really believe in the power that God has to heal, you envision envision yourself as healed, you become a relentless in doing what you got to do, there's going to be some people in your life that have something to say. Not everybody's going to be happy that you're going to be going on this journey of healing. You got to realize that maybe some of your friendships are not all good. Maybe some of them are only good as long as y'all are in the same boat. Maybe they're only good if you're heartbroken too or you're negative too. But if that's all it is, then guess what, sis? You're going to have to let that go. And when people have things to say, like they get come to your house or they get in your car and you have worship music on, they're like, what is this? <laughs> what I need to do? Come eat, come or go. But this music is staying. They're like, you know, I'm I'm serious. Like, oh, they want to go watch this movie that's all full of, you know, lust and things like that. And you're like, you know what? I need to protect what I'm watching. And I don't want nothing that's going to cause me to want to call him up late at night. So I'm not going to watch that. And they're like, oh, I can't believe you. You too good. Da, 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 da. Tell them I'm doing what I got to do for me. You have to forget about the opinions of others in this pursuit of healing because they can stop you from receiving your healing. But you have to remember that they cannot heal you. The man that you might be pining behind or heartbroken over, he cannot heal you. And your friends and family who are not supporting you cannot heal you either. So either they're on board to support or their opinions don't matter. Discard any negative talk, anything that's going to stop you on this healing journey. All right. And then number five is touch Jesus. So the thing, the the whole part of the pursuit is this woman believed if I could just touch his cloak that he's wearing, if I could touch his clothes, and you may have heard it, if I could touch the hem of his garment, whatever it is, she knows she knew who had the power. 
again, she believed in his power to heal. So she's like, if I can just touch him, I know I'll be made whole. So when you believe in his power to heal and you envision yourself healed, you become relentless about your, your uh, pursuit of healing and then you forget about the opinions of others, you're absolutely says you right there. Jesus is waiting right there for you to touch him. So how do you touch him? You do all of those things and then you let him know, I'm serious, God. I'm right here. I want to be healed. And when you you set the atmosphere, you allow God to come into your life and you surrender what it is that you have. And in that surrendering, you can kind of envision like y'all hands coming together. You're giving him something and he's taking it. And in that, guess what? You're touching him. You're touching him and he and your faith He's going to tell you, your faith has made you whole. Your faith is the thing because he sees your faith. The faith is the thing that made the woman whole. It wasn't the touch. It was the faith that in the touch was power. In the touch was her healing. That was where her faith lied. So you touch him with your faith. And it takes faith to do all of these steps. So as you go through each and everything, you're going to touch Jesus. There's no doubt if you go through all the other things that you're going to touch him because the crowd would have will have moved. You will have pushed through. You would have really, really like pushed through your thoughts. You will have pushed through toxic relationships and friendships. You will have pushed through every barrier that tries to come up against you in this process. And when you push through, the only person standing there is Jesus. He's there and you can just reach out and touch him and you touch him again. It's in the faith. It's in your faith. And so I want to read another scripture about faith. And this one comes from Hebrews chapter 11. And I would like to read the amplified version of it. And you, this is another very popular passage of scripture. So you've probably heard it before, but it says, now faith is the assurance, title deed, confirmation of things hoped for, divinely guaranteed, and the evidence of things not seen. The conviction of their reality, faith comprehends as fact what cannot be experienced by the physical senses. So you may have heard, like I read the Amplify version, Amplify gives you some extra, but um, you may have heard this as you know, now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. So that's what you may have heard before, but just to go through this, like this is basically saying everything I just went through and the, what I pulled out from the account of the woman with the issue of blood. And it says, now faith, is the assurance. It assures your faith assures. And I'm talking about grabbing hold of your faith and healing today. And this scripture says now faith. It doesn't say now comma, like now faith is the assurance. No, it says now faith, no comma, because it's your right now faith, the faith that you possess today. But you're like, but I've been dealing with this for so long, but it doesn't matter. It's your faith today. It's your faith right now that's going to make you whole. So your now faith is the assurance. And in parentheses, it says title deed and confirmation. When you get confirmation about something, you may not have it in your hand yet, but your confirmation is saying, hey, 
we got it and it's on its way. So it's confirmation. Your faith is confirmation that the things that you hoped for are going to come to pass. So what are you hoping for? You're hoping for healing. You're hoping for wholeness. So now you have confirmation if you have faith. You have confirmation that it's on its way. And it's the evidence of things not seen. It's the things that you cannot see, as it says in the, in the bracket, faith comprehends as fact what cannot be experienced by the physical senses. So maybe you don't see the healing yet. You don't feel the healing yet. Your faith is saying that it is fact that it's on its way that it's fact that it's that it has happened and so you may have heard you know speak those things that are not as though they were so through faith you're like i am healed through faith i am whole through faith i am never going to experience this again through faith i can move on through faith i you know like i can have what god says i have you know i am who god says i am like through faith you're going to believe that you are healed, whole, happy, have peace, joy, and you're going to speak those things over your life as if they are here today. And as you do that, they're going to just show up in your life. They're showing up. If you have faith that they will, you're like, for, for a fact, I know I'm healed. Say it with authority. Let the devil know, look, you don't have any authority here. I don't have to live like this another day. I'm tired of you. Get out and be done you're done with him let him know i'm done with you i am taking hold of the things that god says i can have and healing is my birthright i am his child i have the right to healing and i'm taking hold of that as it's a promise for me and so i'm doing it i'm touching jesus today and my faith is making me whole so i hope that this episode resonates with you especially if you have been dealing with it for a long time i want to go through these steps again i want you to really just take it to heart and you know meditate on this but these scriptures and what can be done for you and i want you to believe in god's power to heal envision yourself healed be relentless in your pursuit of healing forget about the opinions of others and touch jesus okay i want you to really be serious about doing these things so that you can be healed There's other things, you know, you can try, you can do, and I understand you're like, but I tried that, but but this didn't work, this didn't happen. But think about this woman in the Bible, 12 years, she tried to be healed. She looked to other people. She looked to other things. I'm sure she, whatever gurus were available to her at that time, that's where she spent all her money and she she didn't have anything to show for it. But now it's like, she's like, if I could just touch Jesus. And I can imagine at first she felt a little scared because she knew it was going to cost her something to touch Jesus. She knew she was going to have to go out around people and take the risk of them screaming unclean when she passed by because they knew her. They knew that she was, she was not supposed to be out there. They knew according to their customs that she was considered an unclean woman and she didn't care anymore. She was like, I don't care. I'm doing what I have to do because I'm going to touch this man because he has the power to heal. And I want you to do the same. I want you to become relentless about this healing journey. I want you to be serious about it. And I want you to say, I'm going to do whatever it takes and grab hold of my healing. I'm going to use my faith to be made whole on today. 
I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. I love y'all. Be sure to share this with a friend and come over to the Facebook community and share your thoughts. I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to connect with you. Until next time, I love y'all. Bye, sis. Hey, sis. Listen, if you've been blessed, changed, or inspired by this podcast in any way, please subscribe to the podcast and leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. This is the number one way that you can thank me and show support for the show. Also, if this podcast blessed you, don't keep it to yourself. Do a quick share and bless someone else. Please know I am so grateful for each and every one of you and I would love to hear from you. Come connect with me and other like-minded individuals in my Facebook group called Christian Women Overcoming Heartbreak and Finding Purpose. I can't wait to meet you back here really soon. Until then, remember to love the life you have while you're making it better. Love you, sis.